What's up, everybody? We're back with another episode of the Back Nine Bros Pod. We've got Coop here and Paul and myself. We're here to recap the Wyndham Championship, and we've got the playoffs starting this week, so we're going to go ahead and preview that. And, yeah, just an exciting week of golf. We had Lucas Glover take it home. Let's be real. He deserved it. Been playing well all year. Finally found something with the putter. And, uh, Coop, what are your thoughts? we got Sol just jumped in, too. So we got we got four guys here. we got the foursome complete. Coop, pardon my, pardon my delay. I'll let Coop get to it. Yeah, of course. Boys, I'm hyped. It's playoff time. It's playoff time. We had great tournaments to end the season, too. I love St. Jude. Um, BMW at uh, uh, what's it called Olympia Fields in Chicago. Beautiful course. And obviously ending at East Lake is fantastic. And going back to going back to the Wyndham, great finish. Very happy for Lucas Glover. He, he true. And you said it perfectly, Drew. Completely deserved it. Um, hell of a week. We'll talk, we'll get into it a little bit more. But, um, Paul. Same thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, my connection was not great. But, uh, yeah, no, it was cool to see Lucas Glover, dude. I was watching pretty much all weekend um, to seeing if he would pull through. But that putter, I mean, look, he's got he's to give Adam Scott a big tip or something, take him out to dinner because that uh, the belly putter was, or whatever you call it, was working for him. The whole week, and uh, yeah, I mean, it looks like Lucas Glover's back. You know, your 2009 Beth Page champ in the U.S. Open was um, really in full throttle. So, I mean, look, his ball striking, we as we know, has always been fantastic. Um, it just came down to can he get the ball in the golf in the hole? So, which he did this weekend, and another poor, uh, I mean, second place finish, disappointing second place finish for Russell Henley. Um, but look, I mean, he kind of, I hate to say it, but he did choke, you know, bogey the last three holes. I mean, you just can't do that. You're not going to win the golf tournament. So is what it is, but yeah, no fun weekend. So did you get a chance to, uh, watch the Wyndham? So I, I saw clips here and there. Um, honestly, I bet you guys already touched on it. Kind of gut wrenching for, for, uh, Justin Thomas there at the end, especially with it, like literally just like. I don't know if it was the ball tempo or like a little bit of luck mixed in, but um, it's sad to see that he didn't make it. I mean, it's going to be weird not having him in in the mix. But uh, another guy I know who we kind of we kind of flamed early on um, last episode or a couple episodes ago was Ben Griffin. Uh, he made it, He's and uh, it's it's funny to see that he made it. I mean, I can't my wait boy, see, you guys were roasting wait. him. Can't wait. Oh, I, dude, is everybody your boy now? What the hell? No, uh, but I picked him. I picked him for one. And you're like, Ben Griffin? Who's that? Dude, I know Ben Griffin. He's the guy I always scroll past on TikTok. Um, yeah. <laughs> with like the, the, no, pardon, pardon me for saying this and like no hate, but I don't know. If that was like me, I'd be like, can you like stop filming? Like, I don't want to be on like the outfit reveal videos of each day. Like, granted, the guy, the guy's a great golfer, has better life than I do probably, but uh, I mean, good to see he's in it. Um, he's a UNC guy. And then one of his college boys was the one who won the Honda this year. So, I mean, I didn't really watch it. Long story short. Um, saw clips of it and uh, excited to see what happens in uh, the next couple of weeks. Um, so unfortunately you missed a really entertaining Sunday and you mentioned Justin Thomas just falling short. He gave everything 
especially on that last hole. Oh my God, the way he drew that ball out of the pine straw. Oh my God. And it, there are some, there are some true fireworks at the end. And, um, and it, Lucas Glover at the end, like his, his kids running out, his daughter, her, his daughter bawling her eyes out. You couldn't, you couldn't help but shed a tear too. It was just good, so good to see him. Glover, one of those guys started out on such a high and then kind of went through the doldrums and the grind of, of the 2020 tens, he barely saved his tour card a couple times. And then finally picked up, finally picked it back up towards the end of the 2010s. Um, and really, and really put it together and starting to become a staple on these weekends, making cuts and everything. So like I said before, it was a great win, but I know, uh, Jeremy, I know you went, uh, how's the experience? Yeah, I went, I will say I was there Thursday morning with my boy Teach, former teammate, uh, should be a guest of the pod eventually. Great, great guy. But um, the tightest PGA Tour golf course I've ever seen in my life. There is, I mean, I know I hear it all the time, but you see it in person. It's ridiculous. I can't tell you how many of the holes are just like hallways. Plus it was raining the whole day when I was there, but it was weird because it wasn't a heavy rain. It was more like a mist the whole day. So it wasn't like not enjoyable to be out there. You actually didn't get that wet, but the 14th hole, I will say, so 12 is the par three, the famous par three, 13's a par four, an easy par four or par five, 14, I think. It is the hardest par four I've ever seen in my life, and it might be one of the hardest par fours on the PGA Tour. They had the pin on the front shelf. We saw guys just like, we saw one birdie. We watched it all for a while. I think um, Doug Gim or some, maybe David Lipsky was the one who made birdie, but... It was just ridiculous. Guys hitting driver hybrid. I mean, stuff like that. It's also just great to like go to these things and just see like just like how good these guys are. Like Peter Malnati is a perfect example. The guy hits the ball like absolutely nowhere and he wasn't hitting fairways. And if you like look at him playing on Thursday, you would have think he shot like 80, but he like scrapped out a one under just because his short game and putting is just so good. He got up and down from everywhere. I also watched Jimmy Walker. He struggled. And then I watched uh, Sam Ryder was the third in the group. He's just a great player. He's in the playoffs. Um, uh, I think he shot three under in that first round. But, no, it was great to go to. And it was just – it was – I really enjoyed it. You, I've never seen a tournament where you could be so close to the players, too. It was just – it's awesome. It's an awesome golf course. And I know it's like a lower level, whatever, guys skip it sort of event. But I think the reason they skip it is because – Sure, the scores are pretty low, but like if you're off with your driver by like 15 yards, you're out of bounds. Like, and it's sick. I love it. And also, yeah, it's tough to touch on like Lucas Glover. Was that Wyndham or a tournament similar when he had a putt to shoot 59? He missed it and then he had a putt to shoot 60 and he literally hit it off the Circle T logo of his putter. Like, it was the worst putt I've ever seen in my life. So, like, I don't know what tournament that was, but it's always been the putter. And I'm glad that he finally found something because he's such a good ball striker, such a good driver of the golf ball, and he deserves it. He's such a nice guy. I know he's really quiet, but, like, that's all he does is put his head down and work hard. Mm -hmm. And I know I've been out to Old Palm and uh, Palm Beach Gardens, and I see him out there practicing a lot. So, I mean, good for him, and I'm happy that he finally found something with the putter. I've never seen his stroke look better. Like, no matter what he putted with, his stroke always looks shaky, but now his stroke, like, looks like a real putting stroke, and it's awesome to see. And, hell, I wouldn't be surprised if he's in contention in one of these playoff events the rest of the way. Build off the momentum. Uh, just a couple questions about Sedgefield. Uh, did it seem, like, 
you see watching every tournament on TV, the it doesn't do justice with the how hilly those courses are. Did, did was it pretty damn hilly as well? I wouldn't say the tee shots or the fairways. Sure, there were a couple of them, but the greens are insanely slopey, and especially where they were putting the pins on Thursday. I know we saw Matt Wallace like literally he complained on Thursday. He shot three hundred, but he still complained, of course. Um, I will say funny thing about Matt Wallace. I hope he doesn't listen to this because he is just not a nice person. I think it's the it's on the front nine. It's probably the seventh or sixth hole. It's the short little par four, and there's a creek that runs through the middle of the fairway. You only have to hit iron off the tee. It's like 360 yards. He hits it, and it's raining, you know, so it's kind of hard to see the ball. It goes right into the creek. TJ and I are standing in the fairway, and um, the marshal's on the other side of the fairway. So he walks up, and he's like, did it go in the hazard? And the marshal's like, you know, I didn't really see. It was hard to see. He's like, it's a yes or no question. Do your job. I was like, wow, that's just not very nice. So I'm not a Matt Wallace fan, but um, no, the greens are just insane. Like the, even the the 14th hole, like I mentioned, like for how long that hole was, where the pin was, like the fall offs, the greens definitely do that course. They defend length of that course because it's not that long. And it being soft helped a lot. But no, you definitely can't tell how slow the greens are on TV. Last thing, last thing too, I think it's on 15. Uh, across the water there it looks like they have this like beach bar uh scene going on uh did you end up going to that i did not i i don't i mean i get it's like a wyndham thing i think like the whole sandcastle bullshit like ruins that golf course in a way it's so cheesy it's such a classic like nice golf course and they've just got some big ass sandcastle on the 18th tee it's like what are you doing but uh no i i i really love the golf course is fabulous but i mean i it's inc- an old style golf course like just sick i loved it yeah i feel like i i feel like i would not play well there if uh, i just got to be i just got to be a lead off the tee but it, yeah if i'm spraying the ball like i usually am it's uh it's gonna be a long day for me yeah and you... also the rough i mean if it's also it's, if you're in that rough i mean you're it's it's a hack out in most spots because everything sits down there dude yeah, the rough, the rough was hell. I mean, especially when it was wet, especially on 14, because guys were just going right, and they're literally playing it like a par five. Yeah. I mean, look, I think it's a toss-up between that and six at PGA for hardest part four. If six at PGA right into the fan, dude, that's a bear. Yeah, but they got rid because of, of the – They got rid of the bunkers on the right. No. Yeah. Yeah, okay. but but still, I mean, the water, I mean, it's it's – I still – I mean that's a tough fucking hole. You're right, especially with the overseeded rough for the Honda. Yeah, sorry, not the Honda. Sorry, the classic of the Palm Beach. Palm, the, Palm Be- the Palm Beach Classic. Yeah, yeah. The classic at the Palm Beach. So, wait, it's a, so they're Palm still Palm doing Palm it there. Yeah, they're still doing it there. They just yeah. lost the name. They don't have the name anymore. Okay, they lost the Honda sponsor because like nobody good plays it anymore. Is that why? No, uh, it's just they didn't renew it. That was the longest sponsor on the PGA Tour, the longest running yeah. sponsor. Yeah, was was it like played, one, didn't it used to be played across the street like Mirasol? Yes. Mirasol. Before that, it was played at um, Inverary Country Club. Yeah, until yeah. 2000, 2007 was the first year they did it at PGA. You know what was I, the Doral one? The WGC Cadillac. 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 That was you a mean great the Donnie Classic. Yeah. <laughs> you know why yeah. Paul? You know why Paul knows that about Mirasol? Anyone? Because oh, Luke Donald won the Honda Classic at Mirasol. Exactly. 
I well, just know. I mean, also, it's just a, if you know golf, you should know that. No, it's also, a loop. It's a loop. Also, though, like when you go to the National and you walk down the hallway to the pro shop from the hotel, it's like they advertise the fuck out of it. Like, oh, yeah, like, here's our history of the tournament. Here's Russell Henley's face. <laughs> here's Rory Sabatini's face. <laughs> yeah, you're the guy I hate the most. <laughs> oh, God. But no, Sabatini was... won that event in 2011, I believe. Oh yeah, you're just full of knowledge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's just a fact. Some people are full of knowledge; others are. That was his last win. That was Sabatini's last win on the PGA. Good, I, hope, I hope it's his last win forever. I mean, it might be unless he goes to like the champ. What's Luke Donald's last win going to be on tour? It already happened. Uh, I don't know. I could see him winning some senior events. Best. Hands on a senior tour. Yeah, he could dominate the senior tour. He could dominate the senior tour. Yeah, I hope he so. Could, we got it. He could he could be like Bernard Langer's like offspring on the senior tour. <laughs> yeah, that, um, that would be funny. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's a that's one of our white whales to get him on the podcast too. That if we get him on the podcast, I feel like that there would be some wins that will come out of that. I will say within the coming weeks, people should be on the lookout. We're having a very special guest, a great player and a winner of something really, really important recently. So it's going to be <laughs> stay, tuned, stay tuned for that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Matt, just a real quick question. Uh, so U.S. Amateur, obviously, uh, obviously our own uh, Cole Eckert is going to be playing it in. You're going to be catting for him. Uh, what's the what's the story about traveling out to Colorado? Um, got it. Got everything set up now. Yeah, as a caddy, yep. as a caddy, you got to make sure you got it down. The ball's going further. You got to make yep. sure. Yeah, we uh, we've got it all taken care of. So, I'm not gonna spoil any of the beans just yet. But yeah, I mean, we're leaving uh, Thursday, or no, he's leaving Thursday. I'm actually leaving Friday. I'm actually caddying in the Live Pro Am at Bedminster on Thursday. I got invited to do that, so I'm gonna be doing I hope, that. I hope you get Scott Vincent. Yeah, who's I the worst? Who's, who's the one bag you don't want to get? Ah, uh, Wade Ormsby. No, nah, I'd uh, yeah. Who who don't? Uh, oh, uh, Patrick Reed. I don't want Patrick. Reed. Oh yeah, that, that Wait, Don't don't they usually offer that up to like? I'm not trying to be a jerk here in any way. Well, so, no, I wouldn't be caddying for a player. I'd be caddying. No, it's only. Salt thinks this is like make a wish or something. No, yeah, yeah that's no. that's what I was gonna ask. Without, any I, I it's I'd be I'm not the the players have their own. I mean, I know, yeah, I get that. I was just wondering if it's like you would apply and like say that you were like a make a wish kid to do this, but I, I'm not trying to be a jerk about. No, that. they need they need they need caddies for this. No, nah, I think it'd be, dude. I, that's a still. It's gonna be a great experience for you. Hopefully, you get like Haley. No, yeah, I mean, I know the caddy somebody. master very well. I'm very, you know, I. I've, my good friend of mine is a you, you a frequent the grounds of the Bedminster. I do. I there. I'm there almost once a week at this point. It's like they, a lot of the guys probably think I'm members. So it's <laughs> I uh the caddy master. Hey, who let this kid in here? I have exactly. I have a, I have an early pick because they have goats at Trump Bedminster, the range they goats. They do. I yeah, they do. Goats. I showed you the goats. They're great. The range goats are gonna win. They might. They're very is that friendly. because you had a little connection? Yeah, you know, they're, they've been playing some good golf lately. I'm a diehard Range Ghost fan. I might order a Range Ghost hat if we're being honest. You should before they go defunct. Oh, it's a good logo, too. It's a good yeah. logo. Hey, speaking of live, by the way, you got to appreciate Bryson shooting 58. 
Yeah, I don't think we could do this podcast without talking about that. I watched it. I mean, it was just well, sixty-one, then fifty-eight. Yeah, yeah. Every putt, every putt he looked at went in the hole. I'd never seen it like it was crazy. He made everything. I mean, I mean, that's green. what has to happen for that score. Yo, Bryson switch switches from steroids to Adderall and shoots fifty-eight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's just the way it is, bro. And that honestly, that honestly bodes the question. I know there's been rumblings all week, um, especially with how how entertaining JT played on Sunday. So, um, people are still trying to push Zach Johnson to pick him for one of the captain's picks. But, I, I mean, with how unreal Bryson, Bryson played, like, you got to – you may have to pick him. You, hey, to pick you, him take, you take Bryson over JT. JT doesn't deserve it. He missed the playoffs and he's playing like shit. Bryson – I agree. Bryson also Bryson. played – Incredible. I don't. I'm not putting either. I'm not putting either. Either of them in. Of course, because either. he plays for live, and you're you're like, oh no, no, no. I put Dustin Johnson in it in a heartbeat. What do you? Even do? though I don't care, he's Holy Dustin Johnson. Shit. He, he'll he'll come out if he if he gets oh. called for Ryder Cup, he'll come and play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd hope he'd come and play. Was he gonna say no? Thank you. I don't practice anymore. I don't want to play. But um, no, I would not put. I mean, Bryson lost all of his matches last year or the other year, didn't he? No, he didn't. I'm pretty sure he did. I'm almost positive he I did. I thought he played great. No, he didn't. In Colorado. I think he had one match and lost the rest. Mm. It's not even about that. It's just about the fact that he's playing good golf right now and DJ's playing like shit. Like, I don't want someone that's in Yeah, no, DJ is most likely not going to make it either, but I'm just I'm just saying. Like, I, I want someone I was... to, your, your last spot is someone who's in great form, and he's in great form. So, like, give me a Um. Or maybe yeah, I mean, maybe even Taylor Gooch. I mean, come on now. Maybe, yeah, he's playing great golf too. I mean, it's it... maybe right. Lucas Glover. Maybe Lucas Glover. Will yeah, be give me Lucas Glover. Why not? I mean, <laughs> I think he played in one, if I recall. This is this no, is most of his U.S. Open here. This yeah. is a hot take here, but the European team they should take Adrian Dumont to chess art. They should. They really should. I, maybe, I don't know. Maybe even Ludwig. To, you're right, Paul. Right, by the way, Bichambeau's never won a match. Thought he played better than he did. Yeah, he's horrible. Yeah, didn't he's they put him with Tiger, and it was like, what the hell's going on? They he went <laughs> zero three and zero at the last Ryder Cup in Cold. Yeah, he's an embarrassment. But, sti- but, but still, but anyway, like you got to pick the guys that are that are hot right now. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be a real interesting because when did the teams finalize? Are they finalized by the Tour Championship? I believe so. I believe that's right. At least for at least for um, the PGA Tour, uh, the American side. Yeah. Okay. European Tour. I think they wait until after the BMW at Wentworth. Because Dubai is like way down the road. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I have a feeling they're like a few weeks later, but. Let's get into the yeah. No, it's gonna be cool to see. Yeah. Better St. Jude picks our field. Our field's smaller, so I don't get to take Michael Gligic anymore. But um, unfortunately, <laughs> interesting. I mean, now that we're into the twosomes. Patrick Rogers. Oh, that makes sense. Sorry, it's a stupid statement. But uh, why don't you say it then? If it was dumb, because it's probably something I would say. Because I was like, wait, Patrick Rogers, and I was like, oh wait, he's been playing good golf. He just finished second. Oh wait, wait, real quick. Speaking of Rogers, segue, hard knocks episode one tonight. 
Yeah, I know. That's why we need to be done by uh, 10 p.m. Because I'll be watching. Sorry, Jets are going to suck this year. I'm an idiot, man. Jets are going to suck this year. Oh, man. shut the fuck up. Who are you a fan of? I'm a Birds fan. The Washington Football Club? Get out of here. <laughs> All uh, right, well, let's get it. Let's get in yeah, the middle of I've got, I've got a couple good ones. All right, let's let's start DFL. Let's start it off. Who we got? DFL. I got Matt Neesmith. Ah, oh. I mean, come on, man. Who? I mean, who are you taking? This is a I'm great taking, field. I'm taking Aaron Rye. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, Justin Rose. Not because he uses two gloves, two gloves or iron covers or anything, but I'm taking Aaron Rye. I think I mean Justin Rose could be a good pick for DFL. What the fuck? I just hate Rosie, especially since getting towards Ryder Cup. Now he's out. Why? He's he's like one of the I love him as a guy, but I hate him as a golfer when he's playing in the US. So I hope he goes DFL. Um, all right. So we got you got the Ryder Cup. Rose, Neesmith. Who'd you take, Ruby? Rye. Okay. Who? Um, give me Bo Hostler. Oh, he's playing great goal. I don't know. It's, I just got the feeling like, okay, it's truly the playoffs. Like everything resets. And yeah, I, man, if he's toward, you know, he's towards the bottom. There was a lot of damn good guys playing. I, I don't I know should. if he can catch up. And I think he'll start making mistakes. I should have picked Rory right. Mallard, but whatever. <laughs> well, hey, he's putting with a new Scotty. Scotty's got a new putter too. Maybe they can finally figure it out. It's it's Rory. It's not the putter. Brad Faxon. Wow, great teacher. All right. Uh, uh, lock top ten or Uh, uh, dark horse. Oh, sleeper, dark horse. All right. Uh, give me a guy who's been playing good golf all year, Nick Hardy. Like it. I like it a lot. Has a win, a fake win, but a win, a team win. Nick Hardy. Okay. I am gonna go with. Hmm, I'm gonna go with Tom Hoagie, guy who hasn't honestly been in that great a form, but you know, he shows up in events like this. So Just shows like how good he, shows how good he is that he's still top seventy and he has exactly no yeah. So, so you go. yeah. So um, dark horse, give me Ben Griffin. Ooh, let's go, so. I was talking a lot of shit. Still will. I will always talk. But I think he's got something special here. Who knows? Maybe he's got a couple fire outfits going, and he could be the guy. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I'm between two. Uh, I'll probably take the riskier one because he hasn't been playing great. He kind of stumbled in. Um, stumbled into uh, the playoff picture, but he had a great start of the start to the year. Maybe he could turn it around. Um, Davis Riley. Mm, struggle. Yeah. I watched a okay. little bit of him. He was, he was really, really struggling. Mm. All right. Top Drew, 10. Drewby, did you give yours? Yeah, I did. Nick Hardy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, top 10. Um, I'm going to go Keegan Bradley. Guy's been playing great all season. I think that, I think that just makes the most sense. I think he's a very safe pick. Oh, okay. Brian Harmon, lock top 10 god. Classic. Nah, that's too easy, man. Ricky Fowler. Hey. Let's go. Tom Kim. 
Oh, he's, he's, his, his foot might be bothering him. Hey, is that is that is that the inside intel from last week? Uh, that's why he withdrew from Wyndham because he like like did something to his foot or something. I don't know. Like, didn't he hurt his foot at the at uh, the open or something? I don't remember. Yeah, he did. You're right. You're right. He did. All right. Um, winner. Winner. I can't believe I can't believe I'm saying this for my winner, but I I think I could just see this happening. I think Tommy Fleetwood might get his first win. Oh, oh my gosh! No way! I I I Dude, can't believe it. Was at the RBC, then he doesn't deserve a win this year. I know, I know. It's I just I don't know. Dude, I, have, I have a gut feeling that something he might happen. He got it in his fingertips and he and he choked on it. Yeah, I don't know. I've got a gut feeling. I'm gonna go with it. All right. Yep. I'm going Sepp Straka, guys. I Ooh. think he's in phenomenal golf this year. Um, always kind of riding along, just trucking along. Have has his weeks where he's up top, uh, top fives. And um, I don't know. I think he's got the mindset where he can really piece around together and then piece another round and then go on to the weekend and make something special happen. He, he I like me. He screwed me at the three M man. Um, so I'm I'm staying away from him, but uh, hey, Emiliano Grillo, I picked him lock top ten for that week, and he showed out. Real, he showed out very well, especially early. Um, I, I guess mine's mainstream. Uh, I, I feel like a couple year. I feel like the first couple years he was just happy to happy to be there, but now he's really he's gonna make that turn. He should have he should have won a major this year already. Um, he has a very big win. Victor Hovland's gonna win. Uh, this tournament, wow. I think he's going to win the FedEx Cup. You tricked Whoa. me. Whoa! Wow! I Aggressive. Thought, I thought your pick was Emiliano Grillo. I was like, oh, yeah, I did too. <laughs> I was like, why is he still talking? What's happening here? <laughs> yeah, he was kind uh, of just leading up to it, giving us a little suspense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, give me a guy to get his first win. Uh, this week, Sam Ryder. Wow! All right. Okay. I'm so close. I watched a full round. He didn't miss a shot. He just like it was just like hard. He shot three under and like he could have easily shot six under. But yeah, give me Sam Ryder. And as always, Eric Cole's my sleeper because I want him to win so badly. He'll be my little bonus in there. It was him or Davis Riley, and I was shocked you didn't pick him. Um, yeah, I was either Brian Harmon or Eric Cole for lock top ten because those are two lock top ten gods. They're the same height and they always finish in the top ten. But uh how is Hayden Buckley in the top seventy? Anyone? No idea. Yeah, I, I don't know. I actually was thinking about him for a DFL. I was between him, Neesmith, and Matt Kuchar for DFL. But, yeah, I don't know. That's, Sam Stevens is another one. I guess he's had a good year somewhat, but whatever. I mean, I feel like if you consistently make cuts, then you're fine. Then you're going to make it no matter It's what. just top 70 is tough, dude. Like, that was fine. You could do that, get away with that for top 125, just getting a bunch of top 30s. But top – Top 70 is tough. Like, there are guys with like multiple top 10s and did not make the top 70. You know, it's it's tough. Yeah, it's true. And also, he's he stumbled into I'm looking back at his season. Like, he had a great start, like fifth at the Heritage, um, second place at the Sony uh, all the way to start the year. But since the PGA Championship, he's missed a cut in every tournament. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes that's why we haven't seen him. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, before we close this out, I have a question for you, Coop. There is a Nationals thing, a little basketball hoop to the right of you on my screen. 
sir. Are you just like a fake NFL fan where you're just like, oh, the Washington Commanders suck, so I'm going to pick the closest team that's really good that just played in the Super Bowl last year? Or what's the deal behind that? Yeah, I've always been a Burst fan, uh, but I'm DC everything else. Uh, I'm actually the Nats are my number one team in, for sure. So it's been a bit of a it's been a bit of a disappointment since we won the World Series. Remember that we won the World Series. Uh, yeah, not the Mets, not the Yankees. Uh, and you know, dude, uh, no likes baseball. Yeah, uh, but I'm a big, I'm a much bigger college football fan than anything. Uh, but when it comes to when it comes to the NFL, uh, it was more so like, yeah, I went to FedEx Field when I was a kid and just absolutely hated it. So it was half like hating FedEx Field. And like financially, that much football better. team was really bad. My favorite color was green, and half half my family's from Philly, so I just picked them. Link financial ain't much better. That field sucks. Ah, uh, it's a great, it's a great spot. Come but, on. But uh, who's your college team? Um, I just love all college football. But if I had the root for one team, probably Maryland. Um, but again, I, I'm all over the board. If you got like that's the thing, I might start a college football podcast as well. No, oh, I mean go Owls, FAU. Who who? That's that's my team. <laughs> But uh, any, Dude, any go, go dogs, go dogs. So I, I mean, right. yeah, a little Harris English love. Dude, there. I might, I might have to go down. Um, who is it? I think it's a oh, shit. What weekend was that? Not September 11th weekend. Uh, it was one weekend where there's uh in Athens. I was thinking about going to the game or the Red uh was it Red Rocks Classic in Dallas? It's like UT Austin. It'd be sick just to like go down there and screw around for a weekend, yeah, but. Yeah. So yeah, I, I feel bad. My, Sorry, well, go ahead, uh, a couple of my buddy, a couple of my buddies down in uh down here in Virginia uh, are a couple of Ohio State alums, and uh, hopefully I can, hopefully we can make it make it out to a game to uh, Columbus this year. Uh, hopefully, you boys are listening. Shout out to all y'all. Uh, um, but yeah, that. that oh, no, I've funny. never seen anything like that. Sorry, last point on college football. I've never seen anything like game day in Ohio on Saturday. Everybody's wearing their Buckeyes jersey, like an hour in every direction from Columbus. It's just like, that's the only thing going on in town. And everyone's I, like, roll back. I had that same experience when I went to Clemson NC state this past year. It's ridiculous. It was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. 9, people packed into a stadium, just like all crazy. I mean, it, just- it is wild. It is. It is. Uh, yeah. And I've done the trips to, I did a Penn state trip. I've done multiple Virginia tech trips and they just, they just do them right out there. The fans are better in college, but I, I love the NFL. NFL will always be supreme to make. Uh, so I feel bad because I opened this up. So why don't you go ahead and close us out with a bang? So uh, I, I have a question for you. If Bobo and I make the final four of the match play, the USM, are you going to fly over? What weekend is it? Next week. Dude, I have a bachelor party, but if it's on Sunday, maybe I'll fly out of fill, like out of somewhere. And try to make it for the final round. Wow. Well, let's wow. talk. Well, let's what talk. Let's let's just talk about it real quick. Like we got to we got to do an episode with um you and Bo out there. Uh, just talk about the whole experience and everything. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe we can do a double like a double episode or something next week. Um, but that that's gonna be really really cool. We can also just watch it on TV if he's in the final. Yeah. That too. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, you know, we get uh, he's preparing pretty hard, ahead. so. So is take- it going to live stream? Like, is is everything else going to be live stream? Yeah, like, only 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 match plays on. Match play, yeah. Oh, okay. 
He's got to make yeah. it. What is it? It's, it's uh, 36 holes, stroke play, and then, and then goes- top 64. Yeah. Okay. All right. One, so, hole, yeah. one hole at a time. One hole at a time. One shot at a time. One yeah. Shot. We'll get there. We'll get there. All right. Breath, but, uh, one step. I mean, he's got a great caddy on the bag, so I'm sure he'll do great. So we got yeah. all we got all the faith. We got all the faith in Cole. He's he's been killing. It. Hey, hey, don't don't bash the caddy though, man. It's a the camaraderie that they have is unparalleled. Uh I think that's really important to have that caddy player relationship going. So I mean it'll be awesome to see what they can get dialed up for next week and uh just hopefully groove through into the match play and see something special happen. I mean, I think that's what everyone wants to see. But we're not there yet. So why put on due pressure uh where it's not absolutely <laughs> and um we just need to focus in, you know, big night tonight for us Jets fans. It's like the our Super Bowl. But nice. on the other hand, uh Barstool Sports, no more pen. Um that was big news today. But I think the biggest news this week I think we're going to have a great beginning to the playoffs. Um, FedEx Cup, uh, always a special time. Uh, it's, I mean, it's crazy because it's like, I think majors are like, this is a dumb comparison, but majors are like movies. Uh, and the FedEx Cup is like a series where there's multiple episodes to it and uh, and multiple chapters. And we'll see what happens. Uh, it's going to be a great week. And just looking forward to the weekend. Another great episode from the Back Nine Bros. And uh, we'll catch you guys uh, next week. And who knows, maybe a double will come out. We got another great interview coming up. So, um, yes, stay tuned. And, uh, damn, I'd hate to miss another episode of this because we're just getting fired up.